Hi everyone, welcome to episode 11 of Paranormal Among Us. I have a short episode for you this week. First of all, if you have experienced anything paranormal, seen a ghost, seen something move by itself, hear strange sounds, or even saw something in the sky that you can't explain, please email me your story at paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. That's paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com, and I'll read it on a future episode. And as always, if you want to remain anonymous with this, that is fine. I'll be more than happy to uh, hide your identity. Okay, this past week was kind of busy for me, and I didn't get around to scheduling any guests, but I still wanted to give you guys something to watch here. So I'm coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, so I figured let's do something different. The top, maybe not the top 10, but the 10 most haunted places in Missouri in no particular order. Let's see how many you've been to. Number one, Knob Noster. That's in Johnson County. It's a small town in western Missouri, which is close to Whiteman Air Force Base. Legend has it that there was an old hermit living up on a hill, avoiding the rest of the town as much as possible. This hermit had a slave who would run errands for him, and when that slave went missing, townsfolk were concerned especially when the old hermit would do the errands himself. When asked where the slave was, the hermit just scoffed and stormed off, which led to the townspeople to believe that he had killed the slave. One night, there was a bad storm, and witnesses saw a lantern moving up the hill just before lightning struck. The following day, the hermit's lifeless body was discovered on the hill. His face was frozen in terror. To this day, people can still see a lantern moving up and down the hillside on stormy nights. Number two, Jesse James Farm in Kearney in western Missouri. The farm has been the scene of a great deal of heartache and violence over the years. These days, the farm is open to public tours to learn about how Frank and Jesse were raised and how Jesse was beaten and almost hung by Union soldiers, searching for his brother Frank. In fact, Jesse's half-brother was killed on the farm by a bomb that was thrown by guards searching for Jesse and Frank. Jesse was actually buried on the farm, and his mother would charge guests to see his grave. His remains were later relocated to Mount Olive Cemetery. Witnesses today still say that they hear horses running, gunshots, and disembodied voices all around the farm. Number three, Ravenswood in Bunston. That's in central Missouri. Built in 1880 by Nadine and Charles Leonard, Ravenswood was a mansion that was filled with entertainment. The Leonards would invite friends over, hired orchestra, and danced the night away on multiple occasions. Nadine died in the mansion at the age of 90, and perhaps her spirit never left the house. After her death, a servant attempted to enter Nadine's room to retrieve some clothes. The only problem was that the door was locked from the inside. So naturally, they had to break, down, break the lock to enter the room. When the servant returned with tools to break into the room, the door was unlocked. In the years since, witnesses say that Christmas ornaments have been thrown downstairs, a music box that was broken for many years suddenly plays music, and some people even say that they can hear music and laughter from the lawns, just like during one of Nadine's parties. Number four, the Governor's Mansion in Jefferson City. This mansion has housed Missouri governors since 1872. One of the first governors to live there was Thomas Crichton. In, seven, or in 1873, his daughter Caroline was born, but sadly, she died 10 years later after contracting diphtheria. A century later, people started witnessing paranormal activity, 
Among the first reports was when a when there was a restoration project at the mansion and one of the workers was up in the attic. When he came downstairs, he asked the housekeepers who the little girl was that was up in the attic playing while he was working. The housekeeper told the worker that he was the only person in the house at the time. He never returned to the mansion again. Number five, Smollett's Cave in a small town in southern Missouri called Ava. In the 1920s, two ladies were walking near Spring Creek when a man wandered out into the road in front of the ladies. He was headless with a pair of shoes strung around his neck and a Bible on his shoulder. This, of course, scared the women and they ran off. A short time later, the apparition appeared again. This time, two young boys were out riding on their bikes when he appeared. Others reported that they have seen a horse with a headless rider galloping towards them on the same stretch of land. Legend says that this is a ghost of a former shoe cobbler who lives in the Smollett's cave and that people who pass by the caves can sometimes hear him tapping as he cobbles shoes. Number six, Thespian Hall in Boonville in central Missouri. Thespian Hall is the oldest operating theater west of the Appalachian Mountains. It was built in 1857 and it has served as a theater, a dance hall, a library, a movie theater, a stable, a skating rink, a church, and a Civil War hospital. The main spirit that resides in the hall is named Mrs. X. She has been captured in many pictures and has been described as having gray hair, a white collared blouse, and a dark skirt. She usually carries a pocketbook and her face is often blurred. One of the first photographs of her was taken by an opera singer's family. She was identified as the singer's grandmother, who had recently passed, but still loves the opera. Since her first appearance, she can often be seen in, in the audience during rehearsals. Of course, Mrs. X isn't the only spirit wandering the thespian hall. Other strange things, such as unexplained ragtime music and moving wig stands, have occurred there as well. Number 7. Lemp Mansion in St. Louis About a month ago, Episode 3 dealt with the Lemp Mansion. Several members of the Lemp family died in the house. People have reported hearing disembodied voices and knocking, as well as poltergeist activity. And if you're brave enough, you can even spend the night in one of the many haunted rooms in the mansion. Number 9. Zombie Road in St. Louis Known officially as Lawler Road, it has been called Zombie Road since the 1950s. There are many scary stories associated with this road, but the most chilling tale would be about the so-called Zombie Killer. He is said to be a loner who lived in a shack in the middle of the woods. He is said to attack young lovers who would go to the secluded spot for some alone time. While this may or may not be true, there are many other chilling tales about Zombie Road, including ghost sightings, vanishings, and disembodied voices. Several pictures were captured by very credible witnesses, showing a large number of shadow people standing in the woods along the side of Zombie Road. Some of the shadow people are said to be lost souls of Native American orphans who were allegedly tortured while at a nearby orphanage in 1913. Number 10, The Exorcist House in St. Louis. Most people have probably heard of The Exorcist, either the book by William Peter Blatley or William Friedkin's movie adaptation. The Exorcist House is one of the most famous hauntings in Missouri. The book and the movie are based on a true story of a teenage boy dubbed Roland Doe to protect his identity. He played with an Ouija board, causing him to become possessed by a demon. 
some of the bruising on the boy's chest from the attacks, spelled out Lewis, leading his family to believe he should move to St. Louis to live with relatives. It is said that the house on Roan Key Drive, where the boy stayed, is still haunted, perhaps from the boy's possession. Well, what do you think? Have you been to any of these places that I mentioned earlier? If you're watching this and have been to any of these locations throughout Missouri, please post a comment below and I would love to hear what happened. Thanks for watching today. And remember, if you or someone you know has a paranormal story to share, please feel free to email me at paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. That's paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. And I will include it on a future episode. Hope everyone stays safe out there. And I will see you on the next episode of Paranormal Among Us.